Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Alia, Gabe, Giesendorfer, and Alex Martinez. Totally nailed it. Coming up on TMS... Cold farts and wet fish. The cesarean calendar. White controller confusion. Misty's flapjacks. Old Furiosa bookends. Spit balloon kids stole my wishbone. Sopranos, not the singers. Dog food meat loaf sandwiches. Too much name. Obi-Wan Ibbit. I like spending time in holes. Oh, yeah, you do. Choking yeah. on reality. I hate floating holidays. Who fell off the roof? Mindfully eating cake with Wendy and more. On this episode of The Morning Stream. Go shout it, it's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. We gonna sit back like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a at the birthday. I heard you think you're hot shit, but you ain't nothing but a cold fart. The Morning Stream. They wouldn't give us any more fish. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Tuesday. Thursday is the real day. Uh, November 30th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hello. How many more days do we have? Are we at the... uh... This is the last day of the month. Final. It's the... It's the closing of yeah. November. There's today. no 31. Oh, man. There's no 31. Never That's has a been. shame. Ooh. Never has been, right? There's no 31 in November. No. no. Nope. Never. Why, Never. Is it, why is it every November I, I ask the question whether there's... I've done this. <laughs> it's, it's probably one of those months you don't think... Like, everybody knows, like, oh, well, December always has 31 because we've got uh, New Year's Eve and uh, January always has it and blah, blah, blah. And, and we know February is either, you know, 28 days or, or 29 days, depending on leap year, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But um, uh, November is one of those... Uh, does it? I can't remember. There's uh, so many other things going on right now. I can't keep track. I'm going to go back to the, what, what was the calendar everybody used in the olden times? Let's go Gregori- back to like, or, uh, We are on the Gregorian. Yeah, uh, Gregorian's the one the, we're on. Uh, what is it? The Caesarian calendar. No, it's the... Uh, Aztecs had one. We could do theirs. They did. The Mayans had one. Yeah. Um, Didn't one of Stephanie them... Asks, yeah. Stephanie asks, why isn't today Thanksgiving? It's because it's the, this month has five Thursdays and, and Thanksgiving is typically the fourth Thursday. That's right. So, And I prefer that. I want more of that for my holidays. I don't like specific dates that end up floating around the week. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I hate that. I don't want Christmas. Christmas this year is like on a, what is it? It's like a weird day. uh, Yeah, Monday. Monday Monday Christmas. It's just weird. 
It you should know? be right. Christmas should be uh, the the fourth Sunday of the month or something. Yes, hundred percent that. Whatever it is, whatever the you, whatever you want your cadence to be, you pick it and you mm-hmm. go for it. And it's no more, no longer just stuck at the twenty fifth. It's just right. you know we do it fine with Thanksgiving. We could do it fine with yeah. Christmas. The yeah. only problem is you have to let's convince not- the whole world to change. Right, side. exactly, exactly. And they're not well. And do let's that. not and let's not even get into the the mess, the calculation mess that is Easter. Yeah, right. Neither of which happened in the times they're set in, right? So Jesus was born in the spring. What are we doing in December? Right. <laughs> what a bunch of weirdos we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Check this out. Brian's got a quiz for me of some sort. I do. Uh, oh, I should look and see who sent this in. Uh, this was sent in oh, sent by, in by somebody. Oh, tell you. Uh, oh, come on now. Do I have to type the whole thing? I don't know. Do you? Jeez, Louise. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is there's so many things. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why is it so hard to find this? Um, I don't know. But yeah, I I'll find it. It's, I believe in uh, you. Yeah. I'm not going to waste some more damn time. We're going to play the game. Uh, whoever you are who sent this in, thank you. And I don't know why I can't find it. But um, We'll give you posthumous. Not posthumous. That means he's dead. We'll give you post-credit <laughs> sometime down the road. If you just write in, tell us who you were, and then we'll we'll say it. Don't worry. Adam Kazimrak. There we go. Oh, what I did is, I because he sent it to me as a Google Sheet, yeah. and I right-clicked on one of the fields and looked at edit history. <laughs> Oh. That's how I had to. That's how I had to find out how how who sent this in. Nice. Um, and the reason is, it's a uh, it's a Tony Soprano quiz or a uh, Sopranos uh, TV show quiz because you basically just finished your uh, your watch along or mm-hmm. your rewatch, not watch along, but your rewatch of the series. Yeah, my third time through as well. So you know, that's crazy. I still have only watched it the one time. Yeah, uh, I, I really who's enjoyed. Got this. time for that sort of thing. This particular watch that I really enjoyed. There are a couple things I came away with though, and one is all the all the secondary AJ stories. The son, sure, terrible. Sure. They're all terrible. Really? They're stupid. Yeah. He's he's not I no offense to the actor, he's fine. It's just uh, terrible storylines every time AJ was involved. Hated it. Anyway. Oh, funny. I don't know why All it didn't right. bother me the first two times, but this time it just totally drove me nuts. <laughs> but anyway. Well, uh we have 14 questions and these are organized uh like he's got one, two, and th- or one, two, three, and four star difficulty levels on these. And I'm thinking I'm gonna give you points based on that. So if you get a if you get a one star correct you'll get one point for it we'll see how you do at the end okay fair enough all right okay. and for those for those listening at home or those in the chat i see dj stangles never watched the show the sopranos is basically what if a mob style story uh long form because it's a series was told but told from the perspective we are in a modern day doing mobster things so think you know Goodfellas, but in a modern time, or think um, Godfather, sort of in a modern time. In fact, a lot of these actors came from both of those movies. Like, think of it that <laughs> you, way. If you've never seen, you really it, have to explain what The Sopranos is, though. Like, I don't I know. He like says not, he's never seen it. Watched an episode. I know, but I've never watched. You know, prior to what my watching of Golden Girls. You don't know. You wouldn't have it to say. Well, it's as if there are these four older ladies and their friends. Right. And <laughs> well, somebody somewhere thinks it's about singers. You just know it's true because of the name Soprano. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> Soprano, right? It's just, it's a singing term. I feel like it's such a well-known show. Even if you haven't seen an episode, I doubt. I can't imagine there's somebody out there. But I want somebody to write in. If you, if you until 
today thought The Sopranos was not about a mobster and his family, yeah. both families, then uh, please let us know. Send it in. Yeah. I would love to hear yeah. from you. Because that's I'll, I'll be honest, before I saw it, that's what I thought. Did you really? Yeah. I, when people said, oh, have you heard about this new series called The Sopranos? And I'm like, is that about singing? And they would clarify, oh, well. and then I understood. So there's got to be somebody okay. out there who didn't get clarified, right? Somebody sure, who was never sure, who, called. And back then, I can understand, obviously, in 2023, definitely. If, oh, yeah. It feels weird now. Know. If you don't know should now, know. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty weird. Yeah. There was this show about these six friends, and uh, it was called Friends. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Uh, what is the name of Tony Soprano's boat? Oh, uh Oh, I know this. Gosh dang it. And I hate to say this is a one star. <laughs> it's it's probably one I should just know off the top of my head. Um all right, it's uh I mean the bing is the the bottom bing is the is the club, so it's not the boat. Right. Um shit. I'm going to say I think it's a girl's name. Uh, uh, the Gabagool. I don't know. You know, you're really, really close. It's the Stugats. Oh, Stugats. Gosh dang it. Stugats. All right. All that's right. not a girl, is it? <laughs> it's not a girl, but but you're right in that it was like a, uh, you know, like a, an Italian Italian phrase. Yeah. All right. Uh, Off to a great right. start. Yeah. Off to a great start. Let's go from a one star to a four star question. Great. <laughs> great. What singer was played loud over the speakers on Tony's boat when it was anchored to annoy the neighbors? Oh, uh, that is, um, uh, that's, uh, 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 ah! he's one of the, 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 the pack, the, um, uh, the one that was drunk all the time. The six pack. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Vegas guys, uh, uh, shit, not hold on my brain. What's his name? Oh my gosh! The one that's he's always like a like a big pizza pie, that guy. Oh uh-huh. Dean uh, yeah. Dean Martin, Dean Martin. Dean there Martin. you go, very good. Nicely oh, done. All right, Dean Martin. So what do I Four get points. for that? Four points for that? Four points, yeah. Someone keep track at home so we don't I'm keeping track here. I've got okay. it in the spreadsheet. All right, nice. Uh Tony owns one of JFK's captain's hats. What does the woman who sings happy birthday own from JFK? <sighs> She's the one. It's this lady. Happy birthday. Oh, right. Okay. That's her. Oh, hilarious. Yes. All yeah. right. Because they're talking so about what their, is she? they have memorabilia. Uh, yeah. They have a whole conversation about it. Um, so she has some JFK memorabilia as well. What does she have? Uh, dang it. <laughs> You'd think I'd know this. <laughs> um, I guess it's in the chat room. An STD. <laughs> with blood. The magic bullet. You guys are great. Yeah, you guys are pretty great. Um, <laughs> stained blue dress. <laughs> it was a white dress. Um, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna have to guess because I don't yeah. remember. Um, oh no, the golf clubs were Seinfeld, right? They uh, Peterman sends Elaine to go bid on JFK's golf clubs. Were they JFK's golf clubs? Okay. Yeah, and then the car, Jerry's car, gets stolen by. Uh, by that guy that was that was the brother on Everyone Loves Raymond or whatever. Oh, really? Um, I don't know. Uh, she has, uh, I don't know. She has his his uh, his toupee. I have no idea. 
<laughs> uh, an embroidered <sighs> handkerchief. Oh, gosh dang it. If I'd have thought just uh, a little harder, I would have had it. This one's a little more uh, up your alley. What two video game systems do we see Anthony Jr. playing on the floor when Tony comes home? Uh, N64 originally was uh, him playing Mario Kart, and he played that a lot. That was early. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's famous because there's a shot of Tony trying to play with him, and uh-huh. he's single-handling handling it with the middle prong. He's just... <laughs> just yeah, just... <laughs> it's stupid. Nice. It's stupid. Okay. And then the next one would be a 360, an Xbox 360, I believe. Oh! No, oh, I'm sorry. It was a Sega Dreamcast. No. Yes. Oh, I got my white controllers mixed up. Uh, <laughs> I was sure it was a 360. It was later though. It was like 05. Uh, oh well. All right, let's go to this one. Uh, Sil Silvio is the manager of the Bada Bing, he and he's also a famous guitar player. Uh, what band does he play for? It's the E Street Band, and um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Caught me on the worst morning for names. Apparently so. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, I'm giving it to you anyway. I just want to see if you can uh, come up with uh, what's wrong with the me? name of the boss. Yeah, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. There you go. Well done. Jeez Louise. <laughs> what's funny is that's another four star. That one I would have thought was a one star difficult. Oh, yeah, that doesn't seem that hard. Yeah, I always thought that was pretty obvious. All right. Uh, what kind? What two kinds of shows and movies does Tony like to watch? What two genres are his favorite genres of um, movies and TV shows? He likes he likes film noir, like old black and white detective-y kind of things. Because there's whole there's a whole episode where he spends his, all his time watching. Uh, listen here, say what's his name? I forgot that guy's name. Oh, anyway. Sam Spade, uh, the, the Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, one of those old things. Uh-huh. And so that's one. So you said the two genres? Yeah, but that's not one of the two I Shit. have. So I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and uh, save it now. Uh, war and Westerns, according to... Uh, oh, that's weird. Because he, he watches all kinds of stuff. I don't know if he ever... Does he ever state explicitly that they're his favorite? I yeah, I don't know. That's uh, All right. All right, let's get to this one. Uh, what kind of car does Tony buy Anthony Jr.? Uh, it is a Toyota 4Runner, right? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right. It's a Nissan Pathfinder. <laughs> it is a Nissan Xterra. Oh! <laughs> a yellow Nissan Xterra. Crap! <laughs> I get those mixed up, and then, oh, damn it. All right, there's a whole thing with that stupid car. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. A whole, I didn't remember that. Whole storyline. That's another AJ story that sucked. It's not good. Oh, really? Was yeah. the was the, all about that car? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, how about this one? Whose mugshot is hanging in the office at the Bada Bing? Mm. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Did they ever point it out? Um, mugshot. Uh, probably... Oh, this is such a guess. I'll just say John Gotti. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra? Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. Um, what animal invades the pool area of the Sopranos' home more than a few times? Um, what animal? What animal invades the pool area of the Sopranos' home more than a few times? 
Okay, this might this is a little bit of a trick question. Because okay. there was a time early on in the show where they were ducks. A very very first episode, I think, isn't that? Because I think that that yeah. uh, Three he talks a, to uh, yeah um, the the therapist about that. Yeah, but, and he uh, has his first panic attack or whatever it is. Yep, but ducks are not what I'm looking for. Um, then it's a bear. It is a bear. Okay. Yep, right. black bear. I knew there was a bear. I couldn't remember. It was more than once. Must have been. Uh, yeah, apparently more than a few times. Okay. As, uh, Right. I'll take the points. Uh, what movie did Anthony Jr. give his mother for her birthday? <sighs> Another AJ story. <laughs> I know. This is very AJ focused. Um, I'll tell you, this is the last AJ question. Now oh, that I'm looking through the list. Oh, good. Um, all right. Uh, <sighs> oh, shit. What was it? She was really into something that she watched with the priest guy who she worked with later in that J- Nurse Jackie show. He was the he was the guy that gave <laughs> oh, her all really? the drugs all the time, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Um, was it... Oh, shit. It might have been that movie that they always liked. Oh, my gosh, I'll guess. Uh, I'll just say... Uh, I can't think of anything. Why can't I think of anything? I'll think it's uh, the casino from Scorsese. Casino. Okay. Uh, the Matrix. Damn it! Yep. That couldn't be more obvious or opposite of the of freaking anything I just said. The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's AJ. Right. Of course, AJ is going to give him something he thinks is cool from when exactly, he's growing up. Yeah. And- uh, all right. Uh, what park does Tony's hotel overlook when he stayed in Central New York? park yeah what park is this the one where he dreamt the whole thing because he was in a coma might have i don't know that you're you're the one who watched it more recently than i mean than central I new york sounds like central park so i'll say central park yeah of course it's central okay. park yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what's known as throwing you a bone yeah <laughs> it also felt very like i was i was supposed to go wait a minute central right i guess central park sounds like a trick yeah sure uh, what is Tony's nickname for his wife, Carmela, and what is her father's nickname for her? These are two separate names? Two separate names. Yep. Okay. So. so two separate nicknames for Carmela, one from Tony and one from her father. Nicknames. Not necessarily shortenings, because he calls her Carm a lot. Sure. Um, That's, and that is what I'm looking for, for the Tony nickname. Okay, so yeah, he Calm. calls her Carm. Uh, Carm. Carm, yep. And then uh, in her his case... Yeah, what well, does her a, father call her? He's just a pissy old dude. He's the one that fell off the roof. That was a great episode. Uh, I remember that. <clears throat> um, <laughs> too bad this question is, who fell off the roof? Um, right, yeah. Let's see. I don't know what he called her. The dad was barely on. Uh, 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 car, karma. It's the name of two Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> Really? Yeah. When they're two Spice Girls with the same name? They're two Spice Girls with the same oh, name. Oh, with their their original name, not their Spice names. Um, yeah, right, right. That would be very, very confusing. But oh. I'm Baby Spice. No, I'm Baby Spice. <laughs> so wait a minute. I don't have the I don't have the working knowledge of the Spice Girls. That's, all right. That's uh, all right. I give all up. Right. What's this one? Mel. Oh! 
shit. I do remember it him is saying the, that. Yeah, it's the it's basically the next uh, the next three letters after uh, well uh, sharing a letter with Carm. Sure. Carm and Mel. All right. Damn it. All right, you did watch the show, right? Yeah, I, I know. I realize. I'm thinking of the same. We're thinking of the same Sopranos. It's the that, exact uh, same show. H- we totally did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> all the wrong all right, details. I, I have faith in you. You got this one. Uh, what's the name of the New Hampshire pancakes that Vito falls in love with? Oh, <laughs> that whole Vito storyline where he leaves town and. Yeah, is in a whole nother city for Keeps a while. Going to that diner over and over again because he loves the pancakes yeah. there. What and he called? ends up having a relationship with the guy who's flipping. Stuff. He's also a, see. These are all things I would know. He was also a volunteer firefighter while he was there and tried to get Vito to be <laughs> like. I know all these details, but sure, the pancakes. Sure. They were what they were called. Is that what we're asking? It's yeah. What were they called? It's just it sucks. Uh, I've experienced this my whole life, Scott. Where the trivia question, the trivia uh, uh, person. The MC never asks the questions that you know. They always ask the questions that you don't know. Um. <laughs> all right, I'll call him. Let me ask a hint here. Sure, sure. Is it just another way of saying pancakes? What? Yes, these are these are another term for pancakes, or another. Well, they're a kind of pancakes. <sighs> they're a kind of pancakes. They're not named like for the diner that he's eating them in. Does that help? Yes, it does. So I'm going to say the only answer I have in my head is my my grandmother used to my grandmother Wilson used to call them Johnny cakes. Is that it? Yeah, that's exactly oh, correct. That's oh, what we're looking for. Yes. Oh, that was close. good job. All right. Well, yeah. you helped because yeah. I got to ask a question and it helped me get there. Yeah, I didn't want you to think they're you know they're <clears throat> called uh, Misty's flapjacks or something right. like that. <laughs> Although that sounds like one of the strippers at the Bada Bing. <laughs> the Bada Bing. Yeah, Misty's flapjacks. Misty's flapjacks to the main stage. Yeah. Uh, finally, last question. Let's let's uh, let's let's end on a high note here. Uh, what is the name of the horse that Tony bets money on because it shares a name with his daughter? Oh, jeez, it is. That should um, give you. A, that should give you a pretty good hint as to at least part of the name. Yeah. The problem is Scott's brain is a is like scrambled eggs today. It's so a let's sieve see. this morning. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, so her name, (laughs) what is wrong with me? Hold on. It's like a sing-songy name and it's just at the tip of my brain. So let me think about AJ for a minute. He's over there playing his N64. Good job. You're thinking, right? Thinking, clear the mind from the thing you're focusing on. It starts with an S. Uh... What is her freaking name? No, it's not S. Oh, it's uh, well, uh it's like uh, well, out in the out in the S. grass. What's that called? Uh, when you're out in the you're in the woods, and then you you enter a clearing, and there's some deer, and you're in the thing. Uh oh! Oh, meadow, 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 meadow. Wow, it amazes me. Okay, so meadow, you've got all right. Now, what's the name of the horse? Oh, but they're related. You're saying. <laughs> They're like the horse is not just named Meadow; it's Meadow something. Okay, Meadow. Although that was that was uh, fun to watch. Me- <laughs> it, it like how you how you get to those things blows my mind because you think of every possible thing around a synonym of of the thing of the mm. word. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, the hot no. You know what it is? Almost always a visual yeah, thing. Yeah, Yeah, if you notice, it's always a visual thing. It's always me it is, constructing yeah, right. something visual. I can't do it the other way. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So Meadow, Meadow Runner. <laughs> uh, Meadow Gold. Meadow Gold. Like oh, the milk. Like the milk. Shit. Like the milk. Yeah, those were hard. I, I like, they were. I would have been uh, like, hey, what did um, what what finger did Polly always stick out when he was pointing at something? His pinky. Uh, <laughs> why? You know, I have a million dumb little sure, trivial things sure. in my head, but none of them match that. Gosh dang it! All right, well, well so how you I got do uh, five correct. Yeah. Uh, but points wise, like if I'm giving you points based on what uh, uh, Adam decided the difficulty was, uh, you're getting twelve points for that. For, okay. Uh, for All fourteen right. questions, twelve points. That's, that could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Far worse. Yeah. yeah. Could have been a lot worse. I feel uh, okay. Big things. Yeah. Listen, like, would I do any better on a moonlighting quiz probably not but. well it depends right like the stuff it depends on what you pay attention to or what sticks with you and you know yeah. e street bands easy we're forgetting sure, bruce springsteen's sure. name is just me being dumb but sure things like the horse name some of the stuff you just don't pay attention to it's just like yeah the horse matters it's part of the story it's gonna happen right but it's exactly but you know in the name of the boat that sort of thing but you know, that said you know if somebody does want to come up with a moonlighting quiz i'm all over it i'm, I'm in yeah send in. yeah get in there somebody want to do that do it while send it's it to fresh me. in my mind uh, yeah send it to me so brian doesn't see it i'll uh yeah. i'll present it to him and we're we're good to go um i was gonna see i was gonna celebrate by playing a uh Travis Moore says, was Dr. Melfi named that because it sounds like Milfi? Now, Milf wasn't a thing when The Sopranos started. The, no. The, phrase, uh, the, the term Milf. I don't think so. 99? I don't think so. That came That came after. That feels later, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's celebrate with a clip from Junior Soprano, my favorite character on the okay. show. Yeah. Or one of them, anyway. Here we go. The real kind, not the diet shit. All right, there you go. <laughs> We have now celebrated. Well, let's see. When what was the first episode of Sopranos? Was it 2004? Uh, no, 99. First, first 99. Season. Oh, yeah. same. Well, MILF was uh, popularized in uh, the movie American Pie in 1999. Oh, weird. So, so MILF might, might have come around uh, same same time. So maybe. Is that really maybe. where that came from? The term MILF came from American Pie? It said, uh, according to dictionary.com, MILF traces back to the early 90s, but was popularized by the 1999 comedy film American Pie. That must be great, those directors and producers. uh, Look what we did, man. Yeah. Wow. So maybe, you know what? Who knows? Maybe Dr. Melfi was (laughs) named because somebody (laughs) wanted to bang her and they called her Milfi. It is weird, though. We need a good Milfi name, Milfi sounding name. Yeah. And if it was Polly, he'd be holding his fingers like this and pointing, going, "Yeah, this with his pinky out." He was always doing the rock on symbol, but like this, right? Love that guy. (laughs) Really, that's oh yeah, big old freaking ring on that finger. Just like that's like a a a discount shocker, basically. Is what that? Yeah, it is a discount shocker. I like that. (laughs) I love Polly. It's my favorite. But I forgot Polly, the actor who played Polly. What's his name? Skillieri or whatever his name is just passed away. But he uh, oh, yeah. he was in Goodfellas, a very small his, role. Those two shocks of silver hair on either side of his head. It's like freaking Captain America's cowl up there. Oh, I freaking loved him. And according to everybody on set, he was that was really what he was like. Like that dude was not really? not yeah. playing a role. He was full on that dude. <laughs> I love that. Do you need him. me to take it again? No, you did just fine. Uh, <laughs> you're natural at this. Always trying to take care of his mom and then finding out his mom isn't really his mom. Oh, he had some good storylines. Yeah. I love him. Uh, and also, I forgot, I forgot, uh, 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 what's his name? Michael Imperioli's uh, character, um, Christopher. 
was yep. in Goodfellas also. He's the Oh, was he really? He's the server kid that Pesci goes crazy and shoots. Uh, oh shit. Dead yeah, in the okay. bar. Yeah. All these wow. guys, man. They all they just pulled them all from all these uh, actual mob movies. It's great. All right, well that was fun. I enjoyed the hell out of that. That was great. That was fun. Yeah. All right. We got a we got a thing on that eating dog food thing, of course. Oh, right. Well, they didn't really eat dog food. It was just mis- misprinted on the menu, but yes. Yeah, so yeah, we, we debunked that story, but we still got we still got some feedback about it. And my favorite was right. this one. This was like a text from an anonymous person who says, When I was younger, a person in my life wronged me in some way. Details are foggy, they say. Mm-hmm. So to get revenge, I made a meatloaf using wet dog food and served him dog food meatloaf sandwiches. <laughs> wow. Uh, see, never trust someone who makes you food that they're not going to eat themselves with you. Yeah, like, if they don't uh, sit down and eat that with you, you yeah. are you are running a risk of a very specific kind. Uh, exactly. Don't yeah. do it. It's like drinking uh, poison, right? If you don't see the other, right. and like in movies, if the other guy doesn't drink yeah. when you drink, or before you drink. Unless it's iocane powder. <laughs> yeah. Inconceivable. That was maybe my favorite version of that stereotype. Yeah. Every sure. movie does some form of that, I swear. They're all drinking, and the yeah. one guy won't drink till the other guy drinks. It's yeah. like a trope well, from Why now. are you laughing? It's the antidote <laughs> for the poison that was in your glass. Has there ever been a movie that holds up better than that one? It's so good. It is a really good. Well, <clears throat> like yeah. movies that hold up. I have like a short list. That movie holds up. Every time I see it, it holds up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it ages. Uh, another one yeah. is uh, Apocalypse Now. It doesn't feel like it ages to me. Mm-hmm. Feels mm-hmm. the same now and maybe even better because they've got remastered beautiful versions of it now. Sure. Uh, 2001, the other day, that felt like a movie that didn't age. Even though I know there's things in it that age. Like... Yeah, I mean, well, they're you know they're they're um, predictions of uh, space travel and that sort of thing, or the the their uh, depiction, I should mm-hmm. say, not yeah. predictions, but depiction of space travel. Yeah, stuff was awesome. Uh, and then yeah. another one is Mad Max Fury Road. You may have heard of that. <laughs> that doesn't age at all. None, zero, zippo. I was wondering if uh, we were going to get through, get 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 through, but we we didn't make it. it I'm not even so going to mention. I'm not even going to mention what I learned yesterday. There's like a whole. There's some event happening in Europe where they're going to premiere a teaser. Yeah, and they have For a Furiosa? giant. Yeah, and they have a giant wall sized golden. It looks like golden etching. I'm sure it's not. But it looks sure. like it's a golden etching of a big Furiosa image with her like full roboted arm and her, you know, all really? that. Really? It looks so cool. badass. Oh my gosh. I wonder if, uh, I know the, the the majority of the movie is going to be Anya Taylor Joy, but is, uh, I wonder if we're going to get any bookends with um, Furiosa, like, maybe, you know, driving and then thinking about it as a flashback. Yeah, she, I mean, there were, there was talk early on that she was sad she wasn't in the next movie, she said. Mm-hmm. But I don't okay. always believe that. Yeah, because sometimes they've done this before. Remember sometimes how sometimes they in- say that uh, their their upcoming big event movie is not going to be a two parter, and we find out that it's a two parter. Yeah, I remember. I remember being surprised <laughs> by that in Endgame or not Endgame, uh, Infinity War. Infinity yeah, War. The end exactly. of that while we were in Vegas seeing that. How great yeah. was it? We got to see those two movies in Vegas together year. with Tad yeah. Poolers. Absolutely. Yeah, and year after year, we got we got to see it. Yeah. Right, the very next year, there we were again. That was great. Exactly, different theater, but uh, 
freaking love that. Those, that theater, that second theater was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Which one had that the lights one, that were too bright? Which one was the that? first one? Okay. The Infinity War theater. It's like uh, great. I can tell that uh, Hammond needs another Coke because yeah. now there's a bright blue light flashing in my eyes. Yeah, that was a bad design. They got to fix yeah. that. Maybe they have fixed it. <laughs> yeah, Elmo Draft House has a forward-facing red light that you turn on when you when you put an order card in the uh, in the slot. It's like, can I have another refill on my Coke Zero, please? Oh, that sounds. Bing, cool. then, Why does a Coke Zero sound so good right freaking now? <laughs> it's morning. I shouldn't want one now. Right, right. Because it's ice cold, a little fizzy, a little carbonation. Yeah, dude. Kind of. I know you like the carbonation. I don't have any vices. I'm a vice-free person. I really don't. So my only vice is occasionally I'm like, oh, I got to get me a Coke Zero or a Dr. Pepper Zero uh, cherry or something. Like, it's all I've got. I don't have, I don't have, you know, the heroin or the drinking or the any of that. Not that those two are comparable. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have vices. It's the only one I've got. So unless anyone has a better solution, that's why my garage has a bunch of Coke Zero in it. Okay. Yeah. Claire, okay. So Claire asks, here, here's Claire again, uh, the anti. Playing the anti. Let's hear it. What do we got? Why can't you just get a large Coke like normal cinemas? Oh. Oh, you mean before you go in and. Exactly. Like basically. So Alamo Draft House, there is no concession stand. You go in, you sit down, you get, you get what they serve you. They have one size for non alcoholic drinks, and that's the size you get. And, and real it's, food, it's by the way. Large. Yeah, but real food, large drink, refills when large you want drink. them. Yep. Why exactly. wouldn't you want that? Yeah, I got no problem with that. Look, Claire, going in there and buying a tub of goo. Just it's to go- two hours. I'm sure you can manage. <laughs> what? <laughs> that voice. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tina wanna- and the alien from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's funny. Yeah, Claire, you're so, you're. Uh, look, I understand your lo- your love of all things old, but that's old. All right, get with the right. times. Get with the yes, times. Yes, exactly. Um. Anyway, let's see here. Oh, we had another one. Greg from Texas wrote in. Oh yeah, this guy. The great state state of Texas. <laughs> Yesterday, I learned something about this Texas guy. that blew my yeah. mind. In tell Texas, tell me, tell me, Brian. At one point, Spain owned part of Texas. Uh, Mexico owned part of Texas. Sure. Texas owned part of Texas because they were trying to be independent. Uh, right. The actual yep. America owned part of it. Um, who were the other ones? Uh, Portugal or no? Um, France had a had a oh, stake really? at one point, and then okay. there was a sixth one, and I can never remember that one. This is where the term Six Flags come from, and I didn't oh. know that until yesterday. Had no idea. That totally makes sense. I had okay. to look at. I heard it on a podcast or something. I went to look it up. Sure enough, Six Flags comes from this weird old time. <laughs> Where there were six flags, essentially there was a six flag Texas. That's interesting. So, <laughs> and the logo they have is like six different flags, but yeah. they're not the actual no. flag. You don't get a <laughs> no. You don't get an actual I, flag. As far as I know, I don't think so. It's been a while since I've seen yeah, that flag, but nope. I don't think so. Um, that's okay. That's isn't fascinating. That wild? That's that's that is wild. Yeah, I, that blew my mind. I was like, "What are we Let's talking see. about?" Let's see. I want to find the list. Uh, here we go. Texas, Spain. I'm sorry. Spain, France, Mexico. Yeah, the Republic of Texas, the United States of America, and the Confederate States of America. Confederate, that's right. Oh, that's why they don't use the uh, <laughs> yeah. different flags in the logo. Yeah. One of them's a little on the, uh, yeah, we don't like that flag side. 
Have you ever had a conversation with somebody who claims that the South uh, trying to secede from the nation wasn't about slavery, but it was about um, states' rights? Have you ever actually had that argument with anyone? No, no. Because it's so a longstanding thing. You hear it all the time. They always yeah. say that. Yeah. I actually talked to somebody once who was sure that this was true. Someone in the South. So it yeah. wasn't about slavery anyway. That's all just been painted that way. It was really just about states' rights. So I said to him, states' right to do what? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yes. And he looked at me like I was flummoxing, flummoxing him. And he went, "Yeah, what do you mean? I go, what were the rights they were trying to retain? Exactly. And he goes, right well, you know, all kinds of rights. You should be, you should be all right. And I'm like, no. The right to own <laughs> slaves. One particular right that yeah. the South was fighting for. One very specific right. Yeah. That was very wrong. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right, Brian. Uh, oh, this thing from Greg. Sorry, we didn't get. Oh to yeah, it. Greg. Yes, please. Greg from Texas says, uh, "Really hate to add to the discussion of pronunciations, but or would you say boot if you pronounce boot that? boot <laughs> Impossible not to say. I find I find that uh, anything between the phrase "really hate to" and "but" is usually a lie. Yeah, usually. <laughs> At least seventy-four percent of this is. A I lie. really hate to be the bearer of bad news, but, but yeah, yeah, it's a real but actually. Anyway, says so the aluminium versus aluminum thing. Sure, both are right because there uh, are two different spellings, and the maintenance example would only be relevant if we pronounced it maintenance. Greg from Texas. So this is this story stemmed from the boy versus buoy thing, right? It did, yeah, originally, I think. I think and, this, uh, I think everything that I remember this year, the maintenance thing. I remember there was a there was an example that I cited that was um uh it was buoyancy. Cuz you say buoyancy, you don't say buoyancy. Oh, yeah. So that's that's the example. I don't remember the the maintenance example. So what's the, I'm trying to see what the subtle misspelling I got. Oh, the I at the I-U-M at the end of aluminium. Yes, aluminium. It does have the I. The American spelling doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the word that uh, I was thinking about <laughs> the other day that was like, well, that's a dumb, we really should have two different spellings or a different way of writing this one. But the word duplicate or duplicate is spelled exactly the same. It's just pronounced differently whether it's a verb or a noun. Right duplicate or duplicate. duplicate and so yeah. you have that's a word where you have to completely rely on context to figure out how it's pronounced right no you're right same with two two and two and two all of those have sure but those are all spelled differently well that's true that's true if you're reading duplicate all oh, right 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 you, there's your context it, it, if you're reading that's a good point yeah yeah, yeah. but if you're talking we sound talking, weird. We obviously, sound weird. It, it, it's saying, yeah, that's a, no, no, this uh, idea is a duplicate. Yeah, you go to Taiwan Wait and Wait a minute, <laughs> or do you mean duplicate or a duplicate? <laughs> oh, yeah, minute and minute is good, too, yeah. Minute? it's time and small. Oh, yeah. And they're supposed to But, I mean, they're, the, they're basically live and live. Yeah. Yeah. Data, data. Live. Although data and data is just pronouncing it. it. It means the same thing no matter how you pronounce it. Yeah. But duplicate and duplicate are the same thing, but one's the noun, one's a verb. Did anyone ever question if live, the band live, was live? It was called live. Yeah, and they just never clarified? No one asked? No, I don't know if they, I bet they have, somebody has to have at some point. Oh, uh, we're opening for the band live tonight. It's going to be great. See, live, um, I kind of prefer it, to be honest. 
if it's live. Yeah, the uh, there's the the NXS live album, which is called Live Baby Live, but is it pronounced Live Baby Live because that's the the line in New Sensation? Oh right, Live Baby, baby Live. live. Now that the night is over. Yeah. I don't know. That just makes me want to hang myself in a closet with my pants down. Oh, no. Just kidding. It's too soon. Too soon. Maybe if you knew, maybe if you were close friends with Bob Geldof, you'd understand what he could do to people. Is that that what happened? Bob Geldof. Did they blame Geldof for that? Well, Geldof was uh, uh, with the, was it Trudy? No, who's Michael Hutchinson's? They were, were, it was was over a woman. Um, Oh, I didn't know any Trudy? Why Why does the name Trudy come into mind? I don't know. Was she just another brick in the wall for that guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep cut. It's a deep because, cut. Yeah. For people who haven't seen the movie, that's a deep cut. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie The Wall from based on the Pink Floyd album The Wall, then you have no idea why Geldof is being brought up in conjunction with The Wall. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. So Paula Yates. That's right. It was Paula, not uh, Trudy. Paula. What, so what was the deal with, with him? So. They were rivals with a girl or something? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, so she was married, or she was the 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 baby mama of um, Hutchins's daughter, Tiger Lily. And I think it was uh, there was like some sort of I wanted her to be with me, don't want her to be with him yeah. kind of thing. But she had left him for Bob Geldof. Oh, weird. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Put the two of those guys side by side and see if you'd make the same choice. I don't. By I the way, her her full name uh, is Heavenly Hirani Tiger Lily Hutchins Geldof. That's trouble right there. <laughs> Everything about that is trouble. That um, is so much name. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. That's crazy. Also, Bob Geldof. That guy looked like the. How do I explain this? If you put. <laughs> If you took if you took Bob, um, who's the other Bob? Newhart? New no. Um <laughs> Dylan. Dylan, thank you. Gosh dang. Yeah. If you took Bob Dylan, but then rubbed his face really hard on a brick wall for about an hour. Oh, jeez. You'd get Bob yeah. Geldof. That's what you'd get. That's oh, there's the- a, a new documentary called Paula, which is all about Paula Yates. Oh, that's right. She was a um TV presenter. So let's see. She was like UK um, presenter person. Yeah, UK TV presenter. Oh, okay. um, I don't yeah. know. I've never heard of this woman till today. Yeah, she was. She was with Michael Hutchins, and she left him for Bob Geldof. I think something like that. Sounds like I need to watch the uh, the Paula Yates documentary to find out how yeah. all that happened. But Claire, yeah, it was all Claire just called me ugly. By the way. Inadvertently. Oh, no, really? Inadvertently, because she said glass houses when I'm making fun of Bob Geldof's face. Well, that That's her well, way of saying, oh, well, look at you. Look in the mirror there, buddy. That's what she said. Wow, I'll ban and kick right there. <laughs> See you later. Kick. Ban, kick. Uh, problem solved. <laughs> no more no more telling me how I should live my movie theater life. That's right. Listen, <laughs> which one of us Which one of us was on TV as moviegoer? <laughs> this guy right here, Claire. That's right. So Can you, who's the authority? Yeah, uh-huh. who's got that on their resume? Not Claire Gack. There's no Claire Gack, comma, moviegoer. Yeah. God, I wish I could find I wish I could find that clip so I could uh just capture that frame out. Brian Ibbett, comma, moviegoer. Oh, you really should. Where is it? Yeah. Do we not have it handy? Can you not we get it? I don't think we have it handy. I don't think I, I should have downloaded that video. It's not even available on their website anymore. They've like cleared out uh, stories older than um, 
older than a certain uh, year, unfortunately. Mm. By the way, that reminds me. I was watching Doctor Sleep around Halloween with Kim. She loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah, loved that movie. I did too. Seen it twice, but second time for oh, me, nice. first time for her. And we sure. get done with it, or we're, we're in the middle of it. And I said, I paused the movie. This is true. I don't can't believe I didn't tell you this. I pause the movie and I look over to Kim. I go, "You realize that Ewan McGregor is playing an older version of what could have been Brian Ibbett." <laughs> Right. Yeah. You you said this Just when close. we first started watching or when you when you uh, first watched When it, I first saw it, yeah. And I but I I yeah. took a moment to actually pause the thing on a big old fat Xbox Series X controller <laughs> just to tell my wife that hey can you imagine Obi Wan Kenobi being the future Brian Ibbett? Like I had Isn't all that this. crazy, yeah, right? It's just I know. crazy. But like that would have been a great claim to fame, right? It's like it's less less about me uh, riding a big wheel through the uh, the Overlook Hotel, <laughs> yep. but more about guess who plays the older version of me? Obi Wan. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. At some point, I need to. Uh, uh, oh, do I find one? I was gonna say I need to send you a. Um, what, what made me think of this? Holy crap. Oh, it was, it was finding clips from that news article. Oh, right. Because they've got another reporter on that show mm-hmm. who sounds just like uh, Alex, uh, whose voice you don't like. Oh, 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 Alex, Alex from, from, uh, uh, from America's Next Top Podcast. From, from a certain podcaster uh, <laughs> event show. And then also just always hear exactly. my head when I sleep and all that stuff. Yeah, I know what you yep. mean. Yep, yep. <laughs> wow. I don't know what happened. To- Alex hasn't been in our chat room in ages, so I don't know what he's up to. Did I finally offend him enough with me teasing him about? No, he's just he's just really busy, I'm sure. Okay. He's got kids. I'm going to see if I can find. Uh, so this, this reporter named Mark Salinger. Yeah. Um. Uh, nope, not that one. I was going to find you. Like, I hear this guy, and it's like, oh, that's freaking uh, Alex Albisu right there. Mark Salinger. This is such a rabbit hole. We're never going to get any news done today. No, we're not. Never any it's news okay, done. It's okay, though. Um, we might get one uh, story. We might do that. Maybe. Let's yeah. see here. I like the, I like when we go down rabbit holes, though. I'm a rabbit hole kind of guy. I like it. Yeah. I like to spend time in that hole. I like to see other rabbits, <laughs> you know, other rabbits around. Uh, let's see if this one, let's see if this one has, I'm going to find the. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 not there. Hold on. This is like when I was Scott Peterson on that news. Uh, Here we go. All right. I'm giving you a link. Okay. Give it. Start this video at about 43 seconds and right. you'll hear Alex Elbisu talking about a uh, an overturned truck in uh carrying torpedoes in denver okay it's gonna weird me out 43 you say yeah so 43 seconds okay here we go 40 i'll put it at 41 just to be safe and torpedoes headed for a submarine base in connecticut lay bruised along the busiest highways in the city are you kidding me <laughs> you're like how is that not alex alvisu right there 100 percent. that's his voice yeah you could have told. You could have lied to me and said he he did a news story <laughs> that it was really Alex Albisu, and I would have believed you. Yeah, I would have believed you. Damn, dude. There you go. Yeah. No, I talk to Alex all the I, time. Chat. He's not mad at me. We're just. No, no, of course not. He's yeah, he's. Not in here I heard from him uh, talking about joining the uh, the Filthy Casuals raid team again uh, when I get back into WoW, and I will totally do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? They seem to be kicking. They want me to play more of that. Um, what's that scary game? Uh, uh, phasmophobia oh god that uh, alex loves that game he loves that and he loved torturing he me loves, the first time he so. loves making people play it yeah. <laughs> watching them react to it yeah because i'm terrified in that game it's no good for me 
All right, we're going to do one quick news story. Yep. All and, right. And uh, here's the thing for it. Hey, look, it's the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Yeah, today at noon because uh, class is not back in session until next week. So don't worry. Um, oh, no, I'm doing this anyway because class is... Uh, do I do it? No, I guess, yeah. Next week it'll be it'll be after class. Yes, right. Okay. Oh, right. Uh, this yeah. week, uh, back to still at noon, uh, Damien Rice. He's an Irish singer, that Damien Rice. A lot of people, that's why I'm wearing Ireland today, because uh, a lot of people don't know Damien Rice here in the States. Huge in Ireland. He was part of a group called Juniper. Went solo. Really, really uh, amazing vocalist. Anyway, he's turning 50, and a lot of people have covered him. Surprising number of people have covered him. So you're going to hear covers uh, on the show today, covers by folks like Obadiah Parker, Donna Lewis. Remember Donna Lewis? I love you always, forever. Oh, I know that song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scalin, Kalakni Brothers, and Natalie Imbruglia. Wow. All covering Damien Rice. And who's going to cover folks like Sia and Radiohead? All this and more coming up today at uh, noon mountain time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Nice. He's from Selbridge, Ireland originally, and uh, yes. now resides in Dublin. No, he's born in Dublin. Born what? in Dublin, but now, yeah, Selbridge. Yeah. Um, Shane McGowan uh, died, yes, of the Pogues, lead singer of the Pogues. There will be a Pogues, uh, probably a Pogues uh, set in dedication. Again, not a lot of Pogues covers in my library, surprisingly, but it's the best time of year to play some uh, one particular Pogues song that is um, uh, probably the best known song by the Pogues in tribute to uh, Shane McGowan. Nice. All these yeah. people dying, man. What's the deal? What's the deal? Although, you know, I'm not losing any sleep over Kissinger dying last night. That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Henry Kissinger finally shuffled off at age 100. Yeah. Done. Done. War criminal a-hole. All right, let's move on. Exactly. Yep. Quick quick story. Jailed Russians are forced to listen to Bon Jovi and Moby songs on repeat. This is the torture they get. Doesn't sound so bad. It's way better than listening to uh, Screamo, I think. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't like. Wasn't bon that, Jovi. that's what they were uh, making listen to in Guantanamo? Right? It was like uh, screamo, or was it? Find was it, it never going to give you up on repeat or something? There was something that was like some heinous felt thing. really cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did screamo for uh, the Branch Davidian siege. They yeah. were trying to. They were trying to. Oh right, yes, out. right. Yeah, I remember that. That was pretty gnarly. There, yeah. Uh, well, one jail, or one of Russia's strictest prisons has a playlist of songs it plays to inmates every morning over loudspeakers, according to an inmate. The playlist includes multiple Bon Jovi songs, hits by DJ Moby. Is that what we're calling him now? DJ Moby? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. DJ. That's fine. I just have never yeah. heard anyone call him DJ Moby before. DJ, well, it's just funny, like, having, like, if you said a DJ named Moby, then, yeah, okay, but but the fact, yo, 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 DJ Moby here! Yeah, in the house. Coming at you in some porcelain, boy! Wicky, wicky, wicky! Uh, also, it's <laughs> well, outside, yo, what's up? They even, they kind of buried the headline, it says, and even ACDC's Thunderstruck. I like that song. Yeah, so far, none of these, none of these are, are problems. Listen, I I voluntarily listened to Bon Jovi, Moby, and ACDC. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess it was a real problem, they say later, during the COVID quarantine. Uh, they really blared it in there, like on repeat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. but still. Still Well, all right. I guess, I guess over and over again. But then it's like, oh, I'm picking up new things in this song. 
that I haven't noticed before. Thank you for doing this. I'd be oh, like, man. oh no, not those songs. Oh, Moby, I could no. deal with. I think too much Bon Jovi would drive me nuts because Slippery When Wet doesn't have too many. That album doesn't have a lot of nuance. It's just no, sort of it really what it doesn't. is. Actually, I'm a and, cowboy. And, like, well, okay. I was going to say anything in the past 15 years from Bon Jovi, and 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 this I may get some hate mail for this, but is so pandery country jingoistic rah rah it's not my favorite yeah not yeah. a lot of nuance not a lot of depth no, it's no, fine exactly. john you seem like a nice guy i'm working hard in a factory <laughs> coming home <laughs> to bring money to my family <laughs> yeah i mean that is kind of where like, it's, it's like <laughs> Where'd Richie Sambora end up? Hey, blue-collar workers, this song's for you. That's right. It's right on his sleeves. He wears it on his sleeves. Where'd Richie Sambora yeah. end up? Is he still? Is there still a Bon Jovi band? Somewhere buried under Heather Locklear. No, oh, I don't know. Um, oh, that's right. They were together. Forget yeah. About that. Not anymore, though. Nope. Done. I don't know what Richie Sam- What's Richie Sambora doing? What's, you know he's got talent. You know? He's 64 years old. Yeah. Oh, he was with Heather Locklear until 2007. I thought it was... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, thought it was less time than that. The ninety-four to two thousand seven is a pretty long stretch. Says he um, is. Uh, let's see, solo work. Uh, I imagine he just uh, sits back and collects royalty checks. Probably, pro- probably. Um, let's see here, studio albums. Uh, last thing he produced was in twenty thirteen. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. With RSO. Yeah, Richie Sambora Orchestra. Is that Richie it? Sambora okay. Organization. <laughs> That was uh, there was an album in 2018. Was the last thing he did. The Richie Sambora Occupation. Yeah. <laughs> so look for it by name. All right, we're going to yes. take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. We got an email from a listener. We're going to go over it and talk about it. It'd be great to have her back since we missed her on Thanksgiving. Uh, it was also her birthday since then, so we can wish her a little happy birthday. Um, and my wife's birthday was yesterday. All these birthdays. And she's wow. not even here. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot to wish Kim a happy birthday. Is she back from her trip or she's no, still on it? Tomorrow night. So I get her back tomorrow night. Finally, my life can resume as normal. Uh, what have you been eating so far? Anything uh, the ordinary? Some frozen dinner stuff, um, but they're all good okay. ones. You know, like veggies in them. I tried to be good yeah. this week. Yeah, I think I did good. Okay. Good for you, man. I did well all done. right. I didn't do anything too stupid. No full pizzas or anything dumb like that. I did all right. Uh, anyway, that'll be after this song selection Brian brought. So, Brian, what do you have today? Sure. Well, we've had some people say, you don't play enough rap, Brian. And and uh, they say, just like that. And I say to them, oh, well, your voice is funny and weird, but you're right. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Um, this is some some rap, some hip-hop, but still has a really cool soul vibe. Listen, there's there's certain amounts of uh, rap and hip-hop that I like and certain certain kinds that I don't like. And what I play on the show, it, it comes right down to what I like and then that little subset from there of what I think everyone else will like. Mm. So So we start with the... Here's what Brian likes, yep. and then there's the what the audience would like, and it's that little middle uh, of the Venn diagram that I that I play here on the show. Sure, it's a lar- it's a large Venn diagram. Really, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, this is a brand new single from Ella Eyer, E L L A Ella 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 E Y R E. Uh, this brand new single featuring Tiggs, the author. 
um, out now via Play It Again, Sam. This is a single that was written uh, by in a creative crossroads at Ella's career, kind of a brand new start for her, and she's she's releasing music as an independent artist for the very first time. Uh, this is the song Head in the Ground. Here's Ella Iyer and Tiggs, the author. the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market this episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM 
to get an extra 25% off your order. Scentair diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scentair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scentair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, scent air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Oh, Clay Tudo benzinhozinho. Perfect dirigido. De acuerdito. Oui, dacodac. Certo, certozinho. Bagatayong oreta. Okelita, okelita. Watch as Windows integrates Lotus 123 with Miami Vice. And we've returned. Who was that one more time? Sure. That was, uh, I'm going to say this as white as I can, Ella Iyer and Tiggs, the author, with a brand new song called Head in the Ground. That's a brand new single that just came out from the two of them. Nice. Uh, so yeah. for anyone in the chat wondering, this thing right here. Oakley, Oakley. So all the, the sub- subsequent ones were different yeah. languages of, or, or sorry, translations or dubs of whenever... Ned Flanders says, Oakley Doakley, it's other oh, countries saying it. Every different language, like basically, here are the different versions of Ned in every language. Yeah, and if you listen to this one, <laughs> I mean, they're all, I don't know what even some of these are. <laughs> right? Like, who knows? But Germans? The first one sounded Japanese, for yeah. sure. Yeah, now listen to what the Germans say. Oakley <laughs> Doakley. They just say the thing. <laughs> They just say it with an urban German accent. I love it. They do. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, some, sometimes Oakley Doakley doesn't need to be translated into anything else. No, it's, uh, no, it's fine on yeah. its own. Uh, let's get Wendy in. Yeah. Wendy in. Wendy in. Uh, yeah, we'll add her to the call. We'll do this. We'll have some fun. We'll learn some things. Uh, I'll probably say something dumb, and then she'll make fun of it. <laughs> That's what you do. It's what you get from your little sister. I'll explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry. You know, the older you get, it's weird to refer to your siblings as your little sister, even though they're yeah, like full of adults right, and stuff. Right. Anyway, Wendy, hi. Hello. I don't think that's weird. even weirder for her. Yeah, probably even weirder for Wendy. <laughs> oh, what mic are you on? You sound like you're a mile away. Where are you right now? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? Is it doing what it did last time? I think time? it did. Yeah, I think it's on the is, same. Yeah. Okay, Easier to tell this time, though, because I think your phone was in a muffled place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay how's that that better much, much better much better yep i can tell uh, you're on the one you want to be on now yay yay how, how was thanksgiving thanksgiving was all right you guys yeah have, it was great yeah somebody stole great, the, we went. Uh, the thing though our wishbone got taken oh by, it really got yeah. uh, taken oh, off. i don't know who did it we had like 30 people at misha's and i went over there to check the carcass like i always do every year yeah yeah <laughs> The carcass was missing the wishbone. It was gone. What? I know. And I asked Misha, oh, I don't know where that went. And nobody knew. Nobody had any idea. So, wow. Because yeah. who even takes that off? That takes work. Right. That That's work. Exactly. It does like, take you've work. You've got to know you're doing it and have a reason for doing it. Yeah. Well, I, was kind of, I was kind of mad. But then I also realized there's a lot of little kids now. And uh, oh. I think maybe somebody was having some fun or whatever. Here's something I'd like to – here's some advice. When you're uh, – uh, so Thatcher's kids – are blowing yeah. up balloons as big as they can get them, trying not to explode them. Uh-huh. But they explode it's anyway. A disaster. Yeah. And they sure. these their kids are like, I don't know, they're five, 
six something, the oldest. And uh, they kept blowing them up and blowing them up. And I started to notice when they would explode that a fine mist would, would go everywhere because kids, <laughs> kids are spitting in these balloons, right? Because they don't even know yeah. they're doing it. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. now there's at least six people who've all come down with some kind of something, Carter included. <laughs> well, it's just basically an airborne, an airborne toxic event. Yeah. Was the, uh... yeah. So I have regrets about what happened that day. Oh, and I'm pretty sure they stole my wishbone. But it's fine. I, they're cute kids and they're sweet and whatever. I somehow dodged They it. are Petri dishes, I have noticed. Oh, yeah. Everyone keeps getting the diseases yeah. when the little ones are around. That's how it works. You guys are just living in a daycare. Yeah. That's what you got to build up your immune system, I guess. <laughs> I and, and we're the victims awesome. of, of it. Anyway, well, I'm glad yours was good. Also, happy birthday. We it missed good. it, but uh, I hope it went I well. Happy birthday. It. I guess we didn't miss it. I called you that day. Or I texted you that day. You I? did. You did a good job. In fact, Mark called called me like Whoa. a FaceTime, like what? I'm his grandchild. It was Whoa. very weird. What? That is weird. Yeah. Wow. It was. It was great. I was like, "Whoa, why is he calling?" And I realized it was my birthday. <laughs> I didn't even get a text. I didn't even get a text from him on my birthday this year. Mark, Mark's got I know. playing favorites. Oh no! Oh, I guess we know who the favorite is. <laughs> yeah. Wendy was always the favorite. It is hit and miss. Um, uh, no, yeah. it was it was a great birthday. Uh, in fact, we had a real steps meeting, and so everyone ate a little piece of cake in my honor, and it was very fun. How did <laughs> they, they all have? Awesome. How did they all have so cake? Did they all have separate cake? Like uh, yeah, I told everyone to bring their favorite treat, and then we eat a, we eat mindfully in real let steps. Let them bring so cake. I yeah. think is what uh, Wendy said. Oh, and mindful. someone had like a yeah. candle. It was very cute. So yeah. it was a fun. It was a good birthday. Mindful cool. eating is. Um, is really a thing, isn't it? It's something you need to do. Yeah, got to work yeah, hard. I remember it was one of the first, uh, the first things I remember doing for Therapy Thursday was like we had a banana and we had to yeah. very carefully consider the banana, oh, open yeah. it, and then take one bite and just think yeah. about everything that it took to get that banana into your hands. And I can tell you, I learned I learned everything I needed to from that experience, and absolutely <laughs> do it every time I eat now. <laughs> Without sure, I totally don't peel the banana and try to shove two thirds of it in my mouth all at once. <laughs> I totally don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, by the way, uh, the food industry has, um, at least in the marketing parts of it, this is really very important to make billions of dollars. Is you have to have the three V's. You have to have volume, so like a ton of it, and then variety, meaning a million different flavors. Just yeah. think cereal aisle. Sure. And then the last one is velocity. Mm. You have to be able to eat it fast mm. so it's literally really? the opposite one of, the, of what you should many be doing people exactly. are working on every day is to get you to eat fast and yeah. so it's Jeez. one yeah. and done is definitely not what's happening we got a we got a culture Sorry. problem food culture problem yeah we do yeah but look yeah. at you over there yeah. solving it one uh meeting one, at a time one it's gotta be at salty time. it's gotta be fattening <laughs> and you have to be able to eat it in four seconds that's right and it <laughs> Ooh, needs 14 ounces of sugar for every bite <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get yep. to the uh, the email that you sent me. So you sent this a couple of weeks ago uh, as a as a thing that we would hit, and so uh, we're going to do it now. I'm going to go ahead and read it. There's no name okay. associated with this, so I'm just going to read it as if it's an anonymous person, which it is. It is, sure. Uh, they say this. Online dating is our subject. In 2011 to 2012, living in New York, I hadn't gotten sober yet. Online dating was like shooting fish in a barrel. It was far too easy to hook up with someone. It felt transactional. It was kind of my first step to getting sober. There uh, is a Weezer song called Tired of Sex. It essentially distills that period of my life. This isn't bragging and not something I'm proud of, but yeah, online dating for me was toxic and accelerated my drinking. You, uh, sorry, you meet out for a drink 
and it's your place or mine. You might text one or two times afterward out of the courtesy or out of courtesy, then it was on to the next. After I got into a committed relationship with someone to whom I am now married, I worked in an office with mostly women, and at lunch I would listen to their stories about online dating, how the platform changed with questions like, he already wants to move in, I'd like to run. I'd uh, be like, run. Oh, I'd be like, run. run. Like, he wants to tell them to run. So yeah. that's the that's the whole of it. I mean, obviously, this is part of a larger, uh, I assume, a larger email that you got, but this is the chunk you sent me. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about online dating before and right. just kind of some of that. And so we put it in the universe and someone wrote in and just said, this was right. my experience. That's Remember right. that? Okay. Yes. I was wondering where, but the, sorry, I didn't uh, give you the context. Was. Yes. Yep. Okay. And so the idea of that online dating has changed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is no longer the, the fun 2010 version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, Everything you described sounds pretty fun. <laughs> and super fun and led to lots of challenges. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I mean, even just then though, you know, it was sort of like still living. I mean, New York city too is going to be its own version of dating yeah. life as well, yeah. but just this like, Oh, it was a way to meet new people and hook up and whatever. Like it, it wasn't the only way people meet each other. Like it is, Often I'm hearing that now, right? So, mm-hmm. so sure. uh, what I thought I'd do today is just sort of talk generally about. Um, I will use, I'll switch all sorts of things up so you can never identify these people, but just some of my clients' experiences with dating and online dating and how that's sort of changed. But also, like, what are some really practical ways to to manage this? So, you know, this person's example is less like I could just hook up all the time. It was great. I got bored, uh, and then hearing about it later when they were committed and realizing like, Oh no, this is, (laughs) what are you guys doing on this app? And it's more serious relationships happening, right? That's, it kind of illustrates the the transition that it's had over time. Mm -hmm. But I bring up the velocity, the volume and the whatever thing with food industry, because it's actually very similar Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how lots of things have transitioned in, sort of modern, at least modern American life, I would assume in lots of places, but as more people work on marketing a thing or more people, uh, more money is made in sort of things that, I mean, think about Twitter. What, what even was that when it started? Right? Mm, like, yeah. hey, guess what? Yeah. Let's have a place where we chat and you only have this many letters to write. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was a like, very, is a very, it's, it's a very different than what it's used for today. For sure. Yeah, of course. And so it starts as a thing and morphs into a thing. And usually why anything does so much morphing is time plus there's a, there's a actual mathematical formula time plus um, money and a million more people working on it and lots of shifting and ideas and all sorts of things to make more money. Right. It literally is a, how do we, we get more of this? So think of the dating apps as something similar. Someone at some point, I don't, I didn't look up the history, but I'm sure whoever started putting some of this online. We've had matchmakers for a long time. There's Yeah, that you know, video dating and stuff in the 80s right. and all that. I was mean, what great great expectations? Is that what the one was called? Uh Oh, great expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Please like, sing it. That's it great. was like a thing you'd see you'd see like infomercials for it and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just remember their little two adjoining hearts uh, logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. So but- nothing new here to be seen, right? Except yeah, for right we never had technology that worked the way it does now right. and or right. has sped up or algorithms or bots. Now imagine any of those dating resources where there were bots 
they'd have to be like real people faking a whole thing, you know, yeah. as opposed to it's different, you know, someone else sending out a thousand. Well, let me let me ask you a quick question. Like, is the difference between and maybe we'll end up getting to this, so maybe I'm jumping the gun. But like when he says he hears these people at work talking about online dating and his in- yeah. inclinations to say run and get away. Yeah. Wouldn't there have been another generation that it was people in the office talking about bar hopping and the other guy who oh, did a lot totally. of that turns to them and says, run away. Like it's run. kind of the same thing, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yes. Sort of? It's, it's old man. Dad was saying his wisdom when it's too late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Everyone yeah. will learn the way they learn. And I think, yeah. I, I think for me just clinically working with people from the onset of online dating apps, it was just like the person and I would share the horror of this is, how is this going to be a good thing? Like for me, it was just like, whoa, 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 you need more organic interaction. You need someone to have set you up or a place you already like to go. Like it's built into your life that the adding, especially depending on the person and what they're, they were going through just some lack of safety, right? Like remember I, this happened the other day, I bought something with my credit card online. And I thought, I remember the first time doing this and thinking, well, I'm screwed. I'm going to be robbed for life. <laughs> like this is not safe to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so early days in online dating, it was like, you must be desperate. That the, the sort of stigma was you must be desperate and it's not safe. Right. Yeah. Um, and then as like the ubiquity of it grew and more people were on and, and certain companies were doing certain different things, people were having a pretty good time. Obviously this guy was having a good time in the, in the New York area. Um, but they were just meeting other people who were a little more tech forward, I think. And, um, you know, lots of people met, you know, their future partner forever. And like, there's some good stories. In fact, I had some clients who were featured in the, like a New York times article once about being like, oh, it can actually work, you know? Um, and so lots of just different experiences people were having, plus still meeting people at the office, right? Remote work was not quite a full thing in the early 2000s and the 2010s. Nope. And so you just had some of the old fashioned ways were still sort of working or, you know, sort of working. But if you ask anyone today who is single and trying to date and maybe has a remote office job or, you know, lives in a town that doesn't have a ton of people, what is the way to date? <laughs> they will say there are only two options yeah. one is online. And one is to go to the local bar. Those are your only two options. And that limits you in ways that, you know, feel pretty frustrating, right? Feels feels Um, very limiting in a way that it hasn't ever felt. Because you're only going to, you're typically only going to be, meet people who drink or are on those apps for, for exactly. sex. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or yeah. primarily. Exactly. Yeah. Primarily or are confused about why they're on the app. And so this is, right. this is, if I could create a program for people, this is based on sort of lots of people I've worked with. Um, there'd be a couple of things that I would do if you are in this category. So for many of you, you're just like, Oh, this doesn't apply to me. But if this does apply to you, here's a little bit of gold, you guys, here we go. Right. Um, there is this, feeling and this is everyone will report this to me it's just like dread they don't want to get on they don't want to do it yeah and there's reasons but they also have to get on in order to partner up because that's what they actually do want and so it's it's a, a pretty significant conflict um and one of the reasons you don't want to is a either you're getting rejected or you know it's it's not going well um you're getting catfished that happens by bots and other people um 
there, you know, there's those just basic like self-esteem stabbing kinds of difficulties. Um, and then there is also like, if you get on and get attention, now you've got, you know, communication that is very weird and superficial and, mm -hmm. and sometimes you know, unwanted for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, or just getting ghosted for no reason, really right. at, you know, as you think it's, so your hopes are getting dashed all the time, you know, mm -hmm. all sorts of just, it is a emotional roller coaster that you're paying to be on. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, which is tricky. And you're, you know, it's exploiting your loneliness and desire to be, you know, with other people. And so it's, uh, it's fraught, right? Okay. Right. So there's a couple of things I have people do um, if you are going to be pursuing this in your life. First of all, nobody wants to buy anyone. They hardly know a Christmas present. So just plan on doing this in January, okay? Yeah. Um, and that is... Get someone you know and love to give you some feedback on your profile. Somebody you trust. Now, that may be difficult to find someone like that, but maybe even you might think, oh, somebody's been married a long time. They're going to have no clue or something, right? But just like, who do you trust to eyeball this? Because there's a couple things, and you can read any article about what works and what doesn't. It's marketing. You are marketing yourself. And that mm -hmm. feels icky. I'm sure it does for many people, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But a picture of you with a giant fish dudes is not what you think it is. <laughs> Shirtless holding a baby tiger. No, no, that that's better than yep. a fish. Okay. Um, or a deer holding a up a rack of the, of a deer you shot. Oh like, God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just don't do that and check I mean, with someone. Yeah. Here's the thing though. In, in those cases, it does, um, it does weed out the people very quickly who, you know, who don't interested. want that, right? Like yeah, if it, somebody wants like that, then you're trying then to you're... decide on my on who I'm going to follow on Twitter. And it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> sitting in the bed of their truck with a uh, a, a baseball cap and uh, reflective rainbow sunglasses. Probably <laughs> not a person that I'm going to follow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's part of what the problem we're running into, right? Is that sure. we make our judgments because here's the beautiful thing about every relationship I've ever got the privilege to witness up close, including my own and everyone I know. And that is some opposites absolutely need to be there. Some differences, that's why we're attracted to somebody else. Now, I don't know if it's 100% your truck situation and your Prius situation, but like it, we make such quick snap judgments. We're using all of our worst brain abilities to try to find a thing that is really requires some magic, <laughs> right? So it is tricky, but I'm telling you, there are just a couple things you can do to have a better shot. And that is have someone, just anyone with some taste, anyone with some, some experience with humans, <laughs> um, run through your, your thing. So I'll give you an example. I worked with somebody who was so lovely and was not getting anyone to match with her. And it made no sense from a physical standpoint, very attractive, lots of great pictures. And then I was like, can I, and this was early days of, of, uh, whatever it was, Tinder, I guess. And I said, can I see what you wrote? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and no lie, this woman was in her early 40s and she had so many exclamation points on <laughs> her thing. And I was like, oh, you sound like you're 16. Right, right. And I love puppies. I love, <laughs> I doing love the, the sky. Like it just, <laughs> and she's, she's really bright, but she was yeah. used to 
being around a lot of like Barbies. She was not a Barbie mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. And so I think she saw them get lots of attention and she just acted like them or something. I don't know. So sure. I, I'm no lie, you guys, I, I just rewrote it for her real quick. I was like, let me just, come here. Let me just try this. <laughs> this was that. before I was more professional, but anyway, sure. I rewrote it and I took all the exclamation points out and dropped a couple things that just made her seem really immature. And I knew her well. She's not immature. It was weird. So anyway, within, I mean, we push publish. And by the end of the session, she checks again and gets like 20 inches. And I was like, okay, here's the thing. Some filter is like, this is a person that's not safe. (laughs) Or something's wrong here. Anyway, so lots of good experiences just by tweaking that. I've had another client just do pictures better, right? Same person. And update your pictures. None of this lying. Don't have a picture when you were 21 and then you're 36 and yeah, we all went yeah. through a pandemic. We know, don't, you know. Don't use that mid-journey uh, AI-generated photo that makes you look like uh, somewhere between <laughs> you and George Clooney. Yeah, yep. don't, yeah, do don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Be honest, but also you can. You don't have to take a picture from low so you have 40 chins in it. You can take a picture from a little higher so you only have two chins, you know? Sure. Like so you only have two. There, there's a way. There's a way to just kind of feel good about yourself in those pictures and not be false advertising. Yeah. Um okay, so those are those are kind of content some things, right? And then here is the most important stuff. If you're not getting any um attention at all after you do those tweaks, then let's let's go to a bar. <laughs> Find it because that is what it, these things are built for. And to stay around and just be miserable, you got to really decide, like, is this misery worth it? And the more miserable you are, the less actually attractive you are to yourself and your own life, let alone to somebody else, right? right. So maybe this is where we employ hobbies and do other things, right? Um, and find people who love the same hobby as you. And that's a great place to meet people, which you should be doing anyway. And that's actually my bigger point here is if you utilize online dating and you have a love, hate, toxic relationship with these apps. We need to break you up with the app. So get off, get off for a couple weeks. And then when it's time to get back on, you have to behave very differently and you need support. So either you get a friend, you get your therapist on this, whatever, whoever is going to be able to tell you the hard facts, (laughs) you need them on your team. And that is to keep you to some structure. Um, And this has helped many people I've worked with of, you have rules that you follow. Instead of letting the algorithm and the, the way the technology is designed decide your life, you decide how you will use these apps. These are a tool for you as opposed to you are a tool on these apps. Mm. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. Anyway. I like that. All right, that's good. So, Write that down. That's a book. I know. I use yeah. tool in the, in the uh, offensive way. Anyway, yeah. but so this idea is that you, you would give yourself a time limit that it, and, and, and it only goes in certain parts of your life. Okay. So, Maybe you will swipe a bunch and then you go to have your whole work day and then you look at it at the end of the day, right? So you kind of keep it time blocked so it's not just this constant thing. And then, and here's the key, if, and and I've worked with a lot of women who will have a lot of conversations starting. And so we have found a magic number of you cannot, because we're not humanly made to do more than this, have more than three people you're talking to, Mm. preferably two. One is great. And instead of keep swiping, it's like you're watching your favorite show on Netflix, but every once in a while you stop and then can look at what other things are also on Netflix. That's a weird thing, isn't it? 
it is a weird thing and it is not how we are built yeah we shouldn't do that that is first of all just attention wise not even like monogamy wise i don't even mean that i mean attention wise right so you have one two three max people you're speaking or you're chatting with and you do not swipe anymore after that. And I know these, these apps will show you different ways to get your attention and get you to keep going. I, I know that. So this is about deciding you're going to do this differently mm. and just test it out. Just an experiment. Even if you did this for one month, I'm telling you, you're going to see some, something happen. Okay. Yeah. So you limit it to three people. And then here's the key. Those three people, you make it. Now, don't, you, don't get, you don't have to get weird, but you just need to make it a little real, a little more fast right? Mm. And the key is to get off the app as fast as you can. Okay. The app is your finding tool. The app is not your calendar and your Gmail. You don't want to stay there. Yeah. You want to find a person and move it to let's have lunch. So in my, and I work with men and women on this and it's been more for the women that this has been really important, but men have found this very successful too, because it manages if, if it's a heterosexual situation that you are meeting for lunch in a public place. You just automatically do that. Like yeah. that just needs to be your rule right. that mm-hmm. oh, it's lunch sure. because there's a time limit. Yep. So if it's a terrible day, great. But well, you have moved not, off the app. And it's app not at the end of the day. It. Like it's not dinner yes. where, well, what are you doing after this? I guess we're 100%. going back and having sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And it's also like, how do I get out of this? When does this end? Well, you know when it ends because lunch ends and you have to go to work. Why is it and only heterosexual? Why not? Why and not? you don't uh, typically drink at lunch, typically. That's mm-hmm. true, yeah. Why Why only heterosexual? Why not everything? No, I'm just saying, if it's a heterosexual situation, women need to probably be more careful physically where they put put themselves in space oh, and I time see what you're saying. Yeah. meeting a total stranger. Yep. Uh, men obviously would need to be careful about that same thing. And, and so that's why when I say in heterosexual dynamics, I just tell men who are heterosexual, just automatically be cool and offer a lunch <laughs> date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like skip right. the crap. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. with you there. Yeah. It, that makes sense. It's... It's, uh, it's fascinating. Abe came home for Thanksgiving and he was talking, he's a big boy and he walked up, it was late and dark and he had to go to a, somewhere across the street somewhere. And so he w- walked up to, um, a stop light, you know, where you're, pa- what are they, not passengers, pedestrians are walking Yeah. and he kind of came around a corner. So it sort of feel, felt like he kind of maybe suddenly appeared and this woman next to him like kind of scoots over starts to have this reaction. Like, do I need to protect myself? And he's like, it sucks so bad for you guys. I'm like, yeah, it freaking does. And he goes, he goes, and what, I can't say anything like, I'm not going to hurt you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's even weirder (laughs) if you say something, right? There's no way to, to like be like, I'm good. I'm a good person. I promise I'll fight anyone if they bother, you know, like he can't Mm -hmm. do anything. He just, hard he st- stepped away he's, you guys like, got a picture of this abe is my height so he's about six three right six four something yeah, like yeah, that six, and but but unlike me freaking ripped just like his a, weight is on the shoulders not so much yeah the big old <laughs> big old shoulders he's, he's been lifting he's young you know he's all that he's very handsome yeah, he's a good looking kid but he would intimidate Anybody walking around that corner? Yeah, he would. And then he's got like a hat on and it's dark. And I'm like, you, you need a, ha- you need a. I don't know. I'm a good guy card. There's nothing you can do, right? Yeah, yeah. Other than really truly be a good person. Yeah. Um, but that recognition is like real. And so just know that, dudes. Just assume that, especially for heterosexual relationships. Other dynamics are going to be maybe different, and you might have a sense of that. But just trust me on that one. And then women. 
in particular, just that's just smarter just generally because the internet is the internet, right? So public place, a lunch, you've moved off the app pretty quick. If, if people will not move off the app, sometimes they're bots. And sometimes they are on the app for certain reasons. And this is why I have people get off as soon as possible is I think that app changes people. I think it does. I yeah. really think it makes them way more cynical. Um, and I know really amazing quality human beings on there. And I'm telling you, they get on and they get off because they can't stand it. Then they get back on because they feel like there's no other choice. Then they get off. The lucky thing was if two people like that could get on at the same time and meet and then get off the app, that would be ideal. But the really good folks are just not on that app 24-7 for right. years at a time. Right. So that's why you want someone off the app as po- soon as possible. And there's lots of other avenues for that. You can give each other your snaps. You don't have to even do phone numbers. But some way to just not that tool, and this is where you get sucked in. You've paid for it. So you, th- it is playing on all of our ancient brain chemistry in ways that make me furious. Yeah. Um, and so you just have to play a different game for this to be effective. So you get off the app, you go on this lunch date, you see if they're great, they're lame. You do not ghost or be stupid. You act like a freaking grown up, And you say, yeah, I don't think this is a fit. Thanks. Good luck to you. Right. If you can't text that, then you go to a therapist right now and work on this, (laughs) right? Like that level of being able to say, I'm not interested after one date, you should be able to do that. And I'm telling you, the apps also just train people to behave badly Mm-hmm. And so I get it. We're all tempted to ghost a thing. We're all tempted to, oh, I don't want to make that phone call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it yeah. really is problematic. And if you're attempting to create a grown up relationship, if you're acting on a regular basis, like a teenager who can't handle a phone call or mm. can't write some words down. Mm. And I don't want, mean that to be insulting because it is like everyone I talk to who is on the apps, they're all struggling with this. Yeah. Um, so this is about having some discipline about using a product that could actually really help you. But if you don't use discipline, you're screwed. And the, a company who would do my philosophy would not make any money. So you're never going right. to have this app, right? Yeah. No one's going to develop Here, these. Here's the Get funny thing about it, app. the psychology of it is interesting because like you said, there's always been matchmaking mm-hmm. tools, whether you go way back in time and say, well, that was, the, that's the barn dance every Saturday. So come on. Yeah, out or the, the lady dancing. whose job, full-time job it is to ma- make, to make matches. matches. Exactly. Or yeah. my wife who tends to do that for people. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But like there was also, then it evolved, right? It evolved into, you know, video dating and then it evolved into these other things as the technology changes. So did the kinds of things. And early in the internet lifespan, the early aughts, mid aughts, you know, sites like, um, I can't remember the names of them all, uh, like Match.com, which still exists. Oh, Match, yeah. sure. And I think Match owns Tinder, I think. Anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. But they were all basic, you know, just basic profiles. And you go to the website and then, you know, put in your thing and hope to find somebody. What's insidious now, and I, I'm not trying to be conspiratorial here. It's just Do that it. they have gotten so good at knowing what your... Um, like you said, your ancient chemistry is going to do and how it works mm-hmm. and when it'll work and when it won't. And they also know all of us have a very powerful personal computer in our pocket mm-hmm. that can do really about anything. And they know the formula and they know the tricks for you to do very simple thumb swipes to do mm-hmm. to, to, to get you into a place where that, that becomes habitual, where it becomes like, oh, what's next, what's next, what's next? It is kind of terrible, that we do this yeah. to each other because 
the people in there just trying to find somebody. They just want to have, they're trying to find meaning and love and someone to care about and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. It's Mm -hmm. cruel. And it's cruel that, that the business model for it to thrive, it requires you to not find somebody. It needs you not to in large numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure. It's Mm -hmm. fine. If one or two, it's like the lottery, the lottery wants everyone to buy lottery tickets, but they only want to give it to one winner. Right. Right. That's the business. But we're, our brains are sometimes so slow to glom onto how far they've taken it that we just don't, we don't know, you know? And so I'm not, I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm not saying they're this. You could say this at Twitter, Facebook, all this stuff fits in this category for me. Mm -hmm. They just figured out ways to get us to go in there and go zip, 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 and get FOMO and get feelings of like, Oh, I'm not good enough because that person looks better on Instagram than I ever will. Uh, you don't know the whole story, but it doesn't matter because it's the only story they're going to give you because if they gave you more, this app wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, frustrating. It is frustrating. And it is the the pro, the problem. You're not going to win. You can't you're not going to you can't undo your the ancient wiring of your brain. That's not going to happen. So your only option if you're going to use any of these tools is to figure out you got to you got to hack it for yourself personally. And sometimes for people that means don't use it at all, right? Like yeah. they really are miserable right. if yeah. they do. And and something to, to point out here, the dopamine is a fairly misunderstood chemical or can be because we think we're getting dopamine and that makes us feel good. No, dopamine is the driving chemical to get you to do something that will make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's the see a apple tree far away Dopamine is released in increments, so I'll move myself to get to the tree to get the apple. Yeah. Then my brain gets the the, the happy bath when I get the apple. <laughs> right. The happy I, I think, bath. <laughs> and, and here's what's crazy is the dopamine will come even if the end thing isn't actually a happy bath. Mm. So we can still have this driving behavior to have more or to get a thing we don't have. Because when in the history – let's take go to back, back to food for a second. When in history – did we ever need to say from a from a neurological, biological sense, like no more food? Mm. Never. Never. Until what, 150 years ago? Yeah. Now we're like, oh my gosh, how do we have less food? We need less, less food, yeah. less. Yeah. And we are, so we're not, we we would never have turned down food ever. No, because our, our literal survival depended on it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now we we don't have any systems in place to stop the driving dopamine force. So when you look at any of these apps and how they work, it's and and the numbers, right? Like, oh look how many retweets or follows or whatever the things are. All of those are dopamine delivery little buttons. So driving, driving, driving. And what do we really want in the end? Like you're saying, this connective, loving relationship, a partner, all these things. That's what I'm doing this for. But you are in a machine that's going to give you pellets to get you to keep driving towards a thing. And whether you get to that thing or not is irrelevant in, in its addictive nature of, of that driving force. I, slot machine's a perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. things are wild. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we all just agree we should allow them to exist is why. <laughs> <laughs> that, we're, that we're okay with those yeah. things yeah. even being around. And yeah. we're all like, fun. I mean, the whole city yeah. of Las Vegas is built on this premise of driving dopamine to then maybe, maybe get a reward, right? Right. It's right. that powerful. So to understand, it's not just the end result that is is my deal. It's the actual, what am I doing to train my brain to never feel like it gets what it needs or is satisfied? So that's why people can scroll forever 
and then feel like crap is because you've literally depleted your, your dopamine system from actually having energy and motivation to do the things that will give you some benefits. So when people say, I just have no energy or no, no motivation, I have stuff I have to do and I just can't get myself to do it. But you can get yourself to watch an entire season, season of a, a show that night. So it's not that you have no motivation. It's that it's been hijacked by really, really expensive production, yeah. <laughs> right? If you yeah. think of what all that went into that to get you to sit there yeah. and take that in is just kind of mind boggling. So it can feel so overwhelming. Like, how am I supposed to win? I can't, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is why I have, I, you know, and this is why you need a buddy and some support because it's really hard to do this on your own. But going back to the dating thing, like, all right, so you have some rules. You you play the game long enough to have people text you or message you. Then you move it offline. You move it as quick to face-to-face as you can. And because people will spend forever chatting about nothing mm. and and really, Scott, your point is a really good one. What is your goal? And here's the thing. They have you put it on the app. Why are you here? And people will put, I don't know. Or they'll put, <laughs> <laughs> they'll put like, it's like looking for love, but maybe not. Like there's so many versions of why someone is there. What does it meet you up with somebody else who goes, I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And the problem is when I talk to these people and I know the real truth and what they're really after mm. – None of that stuff actually matches, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some are like, I just need my self-esteem boosted. You know how many people are on there for that? So many people yeah. wow. just want to feel yeah. wanted. Sure, sure. And then you're like, okay, I'm matching with this person. No, they're not. And this is why all the ghost things happening. It's because people's stuff is not actually aligning. So we want to get it up further, furthest away from technology as you can to real life if your goal is to really meet someone and start a life with a person, right? right. So the quicker you can do that, the better. And then you just start from there. Like, how did that first thing go? Should we keep talking? Do not keep, do not add more people. Now go back in time. Let's say 1989, Scott, you're a senior in high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 87. Yeah. When was it? I don't know. A senior, <laughs> a senior in high school. That would have been 87. Yeah. 87. Okay. You're yeah. a senior in high school. Now imagine if you're trying to date a girl, right? Yeah. And then in between talking to her, you had to go run around and talk to seven other girls in the hall outside until you went. And then we went, you'd go back and talk to her. What? Right. right. Think how crazy it that is, is crazy. Now that you say it, <laughs> yeah. Like I haven't thought of that in a long time, but that was the process. That was it. Yeah. You wouldn't, you would have, you'd be exhausted yeah. and <laughs> have, you would, uh, and then you would go, well, this person is funnier yeah. or, oh, I like that outfit on that one. Yeah. Oh, her hair doesn't look good today. Like you would just, You'd be wild. You are shopping. And that is actually what the app is, is you're shopping. So it puts all the things I cannot stand together. <laughs> you can tell I have feelings about dating apps. Yeah, um, clearly. And by the, by the, the, the way, time, just, just for the record here, uh, Claire found it, I think. But Match Group is the company I was thinking of that mm. owns Match.com. They started with that. Yeah. But they own Tinder, Match, Medic, OkCupid, Hinge, Plenty of Fish, Our Time, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I don't think and they own And let's be clear. Hinge has done the the thing. I even had a moment with Hinge where I saw a commercial where it's like, we want you to get rid of the app. And I was like, I know you're lying. Liars. I know you're lying. Liars. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. want so badly for that to be how good you sure. are. 
it's yeah we're not we're not running into that uh that movie where advertising where people are forced to uh do advertising slogans that are actually genuine well it's like this with apple apple does this thing they've done it for the last few years where they introduced a a screen time thing to tell you hey you spent a lot of time in here and we're letting you know that maybe you want to not be in here so much uh, on this app or that whatever uh, app, you know, it, yeah. it clocks it. Sure. And on the one sure. hand, I'm like, that's great. I, I want to know uh, if I'm overdoing it or if I need to, you know, this is good. This is a good tool for me. But I also know that most of us are going to ignore it. We're going to see it. We might even feel guilty about it because then we're back on the app doing our thing. But my question is, is Apple being genuine with it? I think so. Well, I don't they don't know. make any money. If you're, if you're in TikTok more than, you know, like you spent four hours in TikTok today. It's not like Apple makes any more money. So there's no real big benefit to them saying, uh, here's how long you were in TikTok. Don't do that anymore. Wink, wink. Well, and that's what I'm yeah. saying is I think it's a, I think the benefit of it is the neutral. Dollars. The new, the neutral yeah. benefit is that they, 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 first of all, know people aren't going to throw their phones away. So right. they're going to keep selling they phones. Know that. They know mm-hmm. that they're comfortable enough in that. Does it make them money? No, but it gives them big PR, right? It makes people oh, yeah. go, sure. Oh yeah. man, Apple yeah. really cares about my well-being. They they sold me this device that spawned, you know, app stores and apps and everything, and now Android's mm-hmm. in on it. Everybody's in on it. But well, look, they care about me spending too much time on here. Like I'm torn on that because on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, I like that. Nice, thank mm-hmm. you for that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, on the other hand, I'm like, you know, I'm still in here though. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, you could probably set it to cut me off after four hours. But again, there's no benefit. Apple doesn't make any money based on how little or how much time you spend in in somebody's app. I mean, unless it's an app that's got microtransactions, but that's a whole like they're not going to say, well, let's not tell them that they're spending a lot of time in Clash of Clans because we're making 12 cents off of every dollar purchase they make. Yeah, but I will say like them, them cutting off apps ability to track other track you while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones that give you that option to. I mean, they yeah. say ask app not to track. It really right, just right, means right. Yes, tell it not to track. Please don't share my. Information. Yeah, it's such a nice way to know, ask. But what's hard is like it's down the road. We will. We we might be dead, but our grandkids maybe could pull up this episode and go. Well, they had a sense of how bad things were. Right. Like, I, I I feel like that that happens sometimes. And when you study history, like recently, I read an article about um, the public transit system in the Twin Cities was like Europe level awesome in the beginning. Like they were creating these um, in like the 40s and, you know, whatever. I can't remember the exact dates, but it was just like, oh, we got this whole thing coming. And then no lie, a mobster, (laughs) a crooked lawyer and a greedy businessman got together and literally destroyed like a hostile takeover of this family owned company that was doing all these cool advanced stuff. And sold those cars for scraps and dismantled the whole system so cars could just take over. And no one probably at the time was just like, man, we're really going to regret all this. But everyone regrets it and now, right? Because we can see it. And I think that there is a version of one day we're going to look at the 2000s to 2050, <laughs> 2000 to 2050 and go, Oh, that was, that was, that was the cold era or I don't know. We'll have a, we'll, that was hinge. That was Tinder grinder. I don't know. We'll have a name for it. Well, um, I could see because that I, I do think there are consequences. And if you look at the mental health response, um, I was uh, 
told you this, maybe, I don't know. I've, I talked to too many people, but just the stats on adolescent mental health stuff is just mind boggling, like a 58% raise rise in depression among teenagers from 2007 to 2017. That's not even pandemic data, guys. No, no. It's just the 10 years where everyone got a cell phone in their hand with social media. That's that's what happened then. Mm. And so I think it's it really is this neurological situation where you are just, we're all in our own little Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the dating version is like absolutely taking our vulnerability and a, a desire and things we need and want. And it's been gamified for someone else's, someone else, the, the house is making the money, right? Oh, yeah. So if you're going to use it, get off it as fast as you can and get picky on in terms of how you're going to spend your time with it. Be really careful and get someone to support you because it's really hard to do because it is literally built to keep you playing, right? No, no. Yeah, oh, you're right. That's a soapbox. I gotta yeah, get off it. Get off Ooh. that soapbox. That probably you gotta go buy new soap now because that's all. They, that's how they get you. <laughs> Crush that box. <laughs> that's how they get Crush you every it. time. Uh, no, that's great. I would like to to hear from others. I'm sure we will about their dating experiences recently. Or I, I guarantee this will drum up a bunch of feedback. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, let's hear. It. And let's then hear I have a whole second series. If anyone wants to send me a question about objectification, we need to talk about oh, what wow. our brains do. Because that's part of what happens in anything in social media and online yeah. is things get objectified. And anyway, I got a whole thing. So if anyone has an objectification story to kick off, I'd love to hear one. That'd be great. Oh, I'd love That sounds like a fun series. Let's do that. That sounds really good. Uh, all I right. got soapboxes well, for the, miles. Yes, more soapboxes. <laughs> uh, Wendy, always a pleasure. Uh, realsteps.org is not taking new signups yet, but it's still a thing you can go read about and plan for and check out. Uh, so get over there, realsteps.org. It's always available to you, the yes. listener. Okay. Uh, have a fantastic week and tell your Thanks. son not to wear hats in dark places. Bye now. Okay, bye. All right. You should meet Abe. Abe is the sweetest kid. He's such a nice kid. Really? But he would he he'll walk into a room and freak you out because he's a, he's huge, and in, oh. in, in all the buff kind of like he could tear me to pieces kind of way. Yeah, and I could see yeah. him just intimidating a room full of people if they don't know him. But once you know him, you're like, oh my gosh, you're such a softy. He's he's a right. He's a teddy bear. Big old teddy bear. All right, we're going to end things here on the show for today. Uh, before we do, though, a quick text from Amber about Uline. But this Uline thing really. It really, we, we uh, struck a nerve. We struck a, a cardboard box nerve with yeah. this Uline stuff. An exposed cardboard although, nerve. Although really, it, nobody's nobody's argued with us. It's all been like, oh, yeah, I hate the, uh, I hate the Uline catalog. Yeah, we don't have anybody arguing for Uline. Nobody. Right. Nobody stepped right. up and went, it's not all that bad. They're an amazing company and they do good things. <laughs> no, Nobody's exactly, done that. No. Uh, but here's what... Uh, Amber says, hello, this is for TMS, continuing the Uline catalog conversation. I run a small event and the owner always orders from Uline, which means, you guessed it, I get the catalog. I follow the instructions to cancel so they don't keep coming, but then, I'm sorry, keep coming, but then, but then, there's two but thens. <laughs> but then, but then. But then, there's another event the next year and once again, the owners order from Uline and I'm back on the list. Did I mention this all comes to my house? So pollster oh. workers uh, know that I'm trying to stop them on this end as well. Amber from Vancouver, Washington. Jeez. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's and a it lot. sucks because I you know, their services is very handy for what it is. It's like, oh, I need to ship 
these uh, um, America's Next Top podcaster uh, tumblers. They're this size. And then I also need to have room for a, a magnet and a lanyard and blah, blah, blah. So I need a box of this exact size. And you go to Uline, it's like, oh, here's exactly the thing. Uline.com. Great. Order, 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 order. Yeah. I'm ordering on a website. It should automatically say, hey, we'll send you marketing via the email. Yeah. We're not going to send you marketing because you didn't order from a catalog and call us and say, I'm looking at page 94 and I want the item that's on about third of the way down the page. If I order from online, fine. Send me the marketing things. I can unsubscribe from those. Yeah. If I order from the catalog, great. You see how I'm buying from you. Keep sending me catalogs because obviously that is how I purchase. It from feels you. like but it's marketing stuck in the 70s, like mid 70s. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Totally. Like Sears and Roebuck kind of bullshit. What are we doing? Exactly. Exactly. Come on, That's why Uline. I still don't get the Sears catalog. <laughs> yeah. There's no we in Uline. That, oh, wow. No, there, is, there isn't. Uh, no, there is not. But there is lie. There is a lie. Oh, shit. <laughs> the big lie. Oh, it's not spelled right, but it's still there. I, there's an end. There's an end somewhere in the middle of it, but there's, right. still a, there's still a lie. Oh, I heard a thing you'd like. I heard, I put it up on Twitter, but um, let's see if you can do this. Can you name the highest number between one and a million? Shit, you saw it. <laughs> so 88 is the, is the highest number you can yeah. say without an N in it. And some guy on Twitter goes, uh, 88. And I went. <laughs> oh, you just did it, though. Yeah, but it's not. You got to say 800, which has Ns. <laughs> I think you have to pronounce it, I think, is the deal. You have to say 800 and because yeah. that's the other thing is the, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, though. Thousand. Yeah, it's kind of a dumb exercise because it's just things. a freaking letter thing, but I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, it's funny that, that I need to subscribe to whatever newsletter you're getting. That has all these fun facts. <laughs> I was up. I was going to tell Wendy, but I was up too late watching YouTube. Um, I'm, I've been obsessed with astrophysics videos, just stuff about mm-hmm. yeah. the size of the universe and what we know and how black holes, uh, our understanding has changed, all this kind of stuff. And sometimes I get hooked on that to the point that I am. It's way too late, and I should not be looking at my screen at 2 o'clock in the morning and watching mm-hmm. astrophysics content. Um, but, man, some cool stuff comes out of there that I get to think about all day and then tell other people about, you know? Didn't we – we discovered that um, the Carl Sagan uh, show Cosmos was back on streaming earlier this year or last oh, is year it? or something? I would love to go watch those. And, uh, yeah, what, uh, what was it on? Because I remember saying, oh, I want to go back and watch all those. Um Got him on uh, watch. There's the new one, obviously, with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. But there's a. I've seen all those. Um, There we go. Cosmos, a personal journey. Oh, not sure. Personal voyage, not showing where it's streaming. Oh, that's a bummer. It was on something, though. I remember it being like we talked about it. It it brought up a whole discussion about uh, Carl Sagan and stuff. But because uh, I love that stuff, man. That was so good. So good. It was it was presented in a way that was like super easy to understand, but not dumbed down. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what set it apart. Uh, Tubi has the uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson one, so that's all up on there. Mm-hmm. That's also very good. I don't think those it's, are really good. Yeah, yeah. they're not Sagan yeah. level. Sagan stuff was, in some ways, this stuff just repeated Carl Sagan stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like it was like, well, okay. But the Carl Sagan stuff was like at a time where we didn't know. Sh- uh-huh. It felt like we didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. And it was like mind blowing. And I loved Carl. Sagan. How many billions of stars are there, Carl? Billions and billions. Billions of billions of stars. Billion, billion. Billions, billions uh, of stars. 
Uh, that guy was great. Super nasal. Um, billions. Billions of stars. Here, I'm going billions. to fly around in my dandelion spaceship. <laughs> oh, yeah. The billions of stars. The effects work wasn't that great back then, but. Oh, my God. The soundtrack, Matuba. Oh, I forgot about that. The opening theme song. Oh, I want to listen to it right now. Let's hear a taste here. I'll pull it up. You found it? Did you find Osmos it? Osmos soundtrack. Uh, let's see. We're going to go with the old one. Yep, there it is. Let's just get a little taste here. A little tasty of it. Yeah. Is this it right here? No, this That's is That's it right there. Oh, no, this Vangelis? is it. This is it. Is it Vangelis? Yeah. I think. No. Uh, hold on. This is in French. I can't read it. Oh, it is Vangelis. Vangelis, which is what I am when I see a custom van. I get Vangelis. <laughs> I want one nice. so bad. Nice. I want one that I can pass down to Van. Oh my God, enough. I'm putting that, uh, finding it on uh, iTunes, and I'm going to listen to it after Coverville today, which is all about Damien Rice. Hey, Claire, you know Damien Rice? Do you have horrible things to say about Damien Rice? He's not as good as the Android version of Damien Rice. <laughs> <laughs> The Android version of Damien Rice is much better. Uh, Anyway, Damien Rice turning 50 today. Coverville, twitch.tv slash Coverville at noon. Noon. That's a little over an hour from now. That's right. Fill your soul with music. Get it all done at at lunch, you know? That's right. I'll be playing Marvel Snap for hopefully a long time to come. But uh, Mm. uh, my uh, Werewolf by Night deck. I'll bet ByteDance sells that off to someone else. It'll all be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. uh, core tonight, 5 p.m. You want to get your video game discussion on. That'll be 5 p.m. tonight, uh, your usual Thursday night core episode. Uh, so do check that out. Also play retro uh, tomorrow at 2.30 Mountain Time. And tomorrow, if you're a patron, uh, you, we will continue our watch of What If on Disney Plus for our Friday couch party as we continue mm-hmm. down that road. That'll be at uh, 10, right? That'll be a 10. 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, tomorrow, we always do 10. 10 a.m. For patrons, uh, everybody else, well, you better sign up. If you signed up right now, you'd have access mm-hmm. to it tomorrow. Yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't have it. to wait. You could join it and watch it with us. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I think at some point, I didn't get a chance to do it yesterday. Um, I don't think I'm going to lift after uh, lift, bro. I don't think I'm going to lift after uh, Coverville today. So today, let's plan on continuing the build of the. Uh, Millennium Falcon. You're you're doing snap or uh, core snap. You're doing core at five five p.m. Mountain? Yep. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's that's excellent. Totally get that in. And so uh, you're that's on and YouTube. Four p.m. That's YouTube, for... right? At Coverville on YouTube. Yes. Right. Cover, uh, YouTube.com slash Coverville. Nice. Also, film sack this weekend. I forgot what we're watching. Oh, we're watching backdraft. Oh, backdraft. That's right. The the film f- uh, from acclaimed director Ron Howard featuring Clint Howard. Yeah, Clint Howard turns out Clint gets to cameo Howard. in all his brother's projects. So watch yeah, for that. We watched it last night because I need an extra day now to watch the movie and <laughs> work on stuff for film sack. Mm. Put myself into this predicament myself, and I sure. I, well done. Yeah. Did you like it? Do you feel like it held up without t- giving too oh, much away? Do you want me to say? Yeah, I think it. I think it holds up beautifully. Okay. Firemen. Um, this obviously be a bit much bigger thing to discuss on uh, uh, on Saturday when we record the show. But I feel like firefighting uh, looks relatively the same in any decade. Like yeah. it doesn't feel firefighting doesn't feel dated. That's interesting. 
I'm 90s, excited to see 90s it. 90s firefighting doesn't feel dangerous. I haven't at seen all. it in so long. I, I have very few memories, except they have that. It's the one place where I remember that sound effect of fire going. <laughs> yeah, whatever. How, yeah. I don't even know how to do it. Yeah. It feels like that was the king of that use, and then I've yes. heard it a million times since. Yes, exactly. Things. That and uh, Billy Baldwin. I remember him being handsome in the 90s, but looking looking back and watching this, it's like, oh, he's maybe it's just because we've gotten so spoiled with how uh, how good Alec looks, but yeah. Billy's a little, I don't know, a so, little funny looking. A little funny looking. The little, little fella. Looking. Like the little fella in Fargo. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so that's going to be great. Uh, look forward to all of that content and more uh, coming up. And also, starting tomorrow, one Santa per day. I am drawing one Santa. Oh, that's cool. Per day nice. for 25 30, 30 freaking days. Or 25 Santas? 25 yeah. Santas. This way, here, check out the brilliant brain on Brad here. When I'm uh-huh. done with 25 Santas, uh-huh. it'll be just for the fun and the viewing and the good the times, sure, right? Of course, but of then course. next year, I have all that content to make an advent calendar that I can sell mm-hmm. with little Santas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nice. There'll be nice. nerdy ones in there, and oh, it's going to be fun. So watch for that. And then a the future year, I'll create little little 3D printed molds, and we'll make chocolate Santas shaped oh. like each of those Santas, and uh, oh. and make a chocolate advent calendar. Because you'll have a print, you'll have a food printer by then. Uh, well, Actually, no, we'll just make the molds, and we'll. Oh, and then we'll just, just yeah, 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 good point. Yeah, yeah. But one day you can. Well, you can already do this. Yeah. it's just really you expensive, can already do it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't have room for. One. I don't have room for uh, another 3D printer in that. Uh, I could totally see you having one one day, a food printer. A I food three totally D printer. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like, <laughs> like, great. I'm gonna make this piece of candy that takes four hours to three D print, <laughs> and then it's gonna be gone in a second. It's like, uh, no, just give me the, just give me. I'll just eat the filament. Nom 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 yeah. nom nom. And it is all candy and 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 sweet things. That's all they're printing yeah, right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. No one's. No one's. Uh, no one's. No one's printing a steak. Yeah, print a steak or a lasagna or something. That's what I want. There is a uh, look. If somebody out there wants to buy my um, my Cobra Max, my AnyCubic Cobra Max, massive three D printer. There's a thing on Kickstarter right now called Chroma Set, and it's a like it's basically a replacement printer head for two hundred and eighty bucks or something oh. that does eight color printing and. Um, and has like a like you basically feed, or no, I guess four color four different colors of filament, and you can like three D print stuff really easy with multiple colors printed, and just replace the printhead on mine that's got the the fan issue. Oh, that's, that's not bad. You're gonna save the money and unload mm-hmm. a thing. I like it. Yeah, Brian's got ideas. I just I just don't want to do it myself. Get so. that dopamine going. Yeah, there's, uh, like a, there's a couple local people I'm going to talk to and say, do you want to buy my 3D printer before I put it up on Facebook Marketplace? Mm, get those local people. Get them yeah, involved. I don't want to ship this damn thing. No, why would you? And I, I do, know these people are tech, tech, uh, brilliant tech minds who are like, oh, I'd love to get in there and put new fans in there and stuff. Sure. We have lots of smart listeners who like to build we stuff. Do. We absolutely do. Uh, speaking of which, lots of smart listeners support us on Patreon. Will you? Well, you should. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place to do it. If you don't like commercials or you, you want to do these couch parties, you want art in the mail, you want some other cool stuff, pre-show content every day, all those things. Well, it's as simple as signing up today at Patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS, and we are out of here. Brian, let's play a, a, a selection, probably a request. It's 
my guess? Sure. A request? Maybe a cover? Oh, my gosh. Maybe Whoa. both. You know, if I would have thought about it, I would have played a cover of Fairy Tale of New York in honor of uh, Shane McGowan, because this, this one is for early next week. We had a few for the same date, so I'm doing it for... I'm um, doing it now. Uh, Chris says, a decade ago this year, my mother passed away after a battle with cancer. As kids, we spent a lot of time listening to the Moody Blues with her as we cooked, cleaned, and cared for each other. I wanted to share our love for the band with a song that I'll never forget hearing her hum along with. Uh, signed, Chris. Um, great memory, and and I love how music brings people together and, and people's memories. Like, I don't know what song... People will associate with me long after I'm dead. I'm hoping it's not um, to become one by the, the Spice Girls. But what I want, I what I really, really things. want. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah. be Spice Girls related. It it'll has be to Spice be Spice Girls, exactly. Yeah. Sure, fine. <laughs> fine, whatever. Uh, the Voice is the song you wanted to hear, a cover of the song The Voice by the Moody Blues. Uh, the cover I'm going with is um, is a good one. It's, a, it's one of these... Um, uh, bluegrass covers from John Cowan, a Nashville tribute to the Moody Blues is the uh, album that came out in 2004 that features this John Cowan and a cover of The Voice. That'll do it for us. We'll see you guys on Monday.
future And you're back up against the past You're already falling It's calling you on the face of the music And the song that is coming through You're already falling The one that it's calling is you Each and every heart it seems is bounded by a world of dreams Each and every rising sun is greeted by a lonely one Again. Oh, oh, can't you feel it? Oh, oh, won't you tell me again tonight? Oh, oh, won't you tell me again? Oh, oh, can't you feel it? Oh, oh, won't you tell me again tonight? frogpants.com. Willie Nelson looks like he should be vacuumed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.